Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Wherever you're joining us, joining us from, thank you for joining the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Friday, the 23rd of November, 2018. This is episode number 61, and it is actually my second live call today. Um, so really appreciate you joining us. I am Edwin Frondozo. The Business, P- the Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live call-in radio show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to cus- discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally go grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in voice AI technologies that help companies understand where their customers are saying when they're calling in. Again, thank you for joining us today. Super excited to introduce my co-host today, good friend of mine, another podcaster, successful lifestyle, uh, a life freedom lifestyle champion. Um, she is the founder, host of the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast Series, which is an online community of freedom seekers who want to live and work on their own terms. She's also the co-author of the hashtag LDR Activity Book, which is currently available on Kickstarter. And in January, she'll take the freedom to new heights as a digital nomad working remotely from South America for the first half of 2019. Super excited to have her. Super jealous that she gets to live in South America. So I thought, both of us thought it would be a great opportunity for us to to discuss um, how to bring a product to market via crowdfunding. I had I had supported her launch when they launched the LDR book, and I was I was pinging her. I'm like, yeah, this is this is amazing. Let's let, let's talk about this. Let's let's do a chat about this. So if you are joining us live, please say hi. Let us know where you are joining us from. Let us know if you have actually done a crowdfunding campaign or thinking about it. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, just type type in the browser directly. And uh, if you do have if you really have experience with crowdfunding, I would love. To, for you to join us live, talk to us, share your story. Sam, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Hey, how's it going? You can hear me okay? Oh, loud and clear. Loud and clear. Amazing. Thank, yeah, mate. Thank you for taking the time, Sam. I know, I know you're super busy, not only running, you know, your business and your podcast, but also exciting launching a book. Yes, it's been a busy couple of months. I keep just looking at the calendar and seeing December and saying, okay, I'm going to relax and I'm going to relax and I'm going to relax then. So we'll see if I do. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully you have some scheduled time off in uh, during the holidays, but holidays obviously is diff- busy for other reasons. So uh, I'm looking forward to 2019. And I mean, it sounds like you have an exciting 2019 already coming up so super proud and happy for you thank you it's been a big year leading up to being able to do what we want to do in 2019 so we put in the work this year it's been an amazing year for starting from you know nothing to building a brand that you can take anywhere and now hopefully in 2019 we can actually like live that dream lifestyle we've been searching for awesome i i know that's is uh <laughs> i know you and i could probably talk about that topic um forever and i think um this is this is my invite to you, Sam. When you are out there, we should have you on the call maybe every two, three weeks or four weeks just to give us an update and see how things are going. So, <laughs> and the challenges or the wins, the losses, and, and how things are really going. I mean, I like I know within my audience, 
you know, some of the some of the emerging business leaders. This is, I mean, you you know, I mean, you interview amazing people who who left the left the nine to five to pursue this. So um, we definitely need to keep keep tabs. Don't forget us here in Toronto. I won't. I'll be hoping I'm going to be doing the podcast from there too. And, you know, using digital tools like this, this tool is pretty cool that we're using right now and Facebook lives and all that. I think it's such an exciting time that you can kind of be anywhere in the world, but, you know, still broadcast and stay connected. And so I definitely will be no stranger. I want everyone to stay in touch. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So let's just get into crowdfunding. I know for me, I've seen many, Many projects I've, I'm sure I bought and supported many. <laughs> I, I'm like that 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 sucker for entrepreneurs that are that are trying to. So I always support people when I can. Um, but I I guess curiosity wise and, and just to get things started, Sam, what what types of products products or services do you see that are best suited for for a crowd crowdfunding campaign? That's a good question, and that's something that I think is such a great way to start when you're deciding is my idea for my project or my business, does crowdfunding make sense? And the best really are product-based businesses where you need the upfront capital in order to produce it. The reason why is one, the whole point of crowdfunding is that people wanna rally behind you to support you so that you can get the funds to actually do it. So if you're launching a crowdfunding campaign and you already have a successful business and your product's already in market, it doesn't really make sense. People already know the product is made and has the money. So it's going to be less exciting and it's going to be harder to get people to rally around this campaign. Whereas if you're bringing something to market for the first time, it's tangible. You know, you need the money to do the production run or to get them printed. Then I think that's the ideal um, profile for something like this. So, I mean, you you chose a book as a product right and and mm -hmm. it's a fairly new product so talk to me about that process of or, or even that idea like what came first with you and jared i guess who's your partner in in this in this product and in life i guess but uh for like what came first did you think let's do this book or what type of crowdfunding product could we come to market we definitely had the idea for the book before launching it through crowdfunding mm -hmm. we were in a long distance relationship for several years and for us you know going on this big trip in 2019 south america you read all about digital nomads and creating passive income and we knew we wanted to bring a product to market that we could run from anywhere around the world and i had a retail-based business a few years ago but it was anything but um, you know, efficient. We had all the products at our house. We created everything by hand. We went to Canada Post and shipped it. So it was not <laughs> set up to run from anywhere in the world. And so our initial motivation was let's create a product based business that's completely optimized, drop shipping and all those fun tools and run it anywhere while we're traveling. And now that's amazing. That's amazing. And uh, I love, I love, and so he, he, I was really interested and I think, uh, I mean, just to put this live, um, I know I reached out to you when I saw you did this and uh, I supported, I'm like, Hey, I need to, I need to pick your brain uh, on this product launch, especially with a book, because that's something that, you know, I tell people I'm flirting with the idea, but I, I'm almost certain I'm, I want to come to book market with a book. Um, 
in the next year, let's say 2019. I, this is me still treading on not committing 100%, but but talking. But because you, you're a book and it's something I'm interested in, like, like did you and Jared already finish the book? Like, it was the it's it's only for production. Yeah. So when we launched the crowdfunding campaign on November 1st, we had already had a fully designed book. So that means we wrote the eight chapters. We found a graphic designer to make it look cool. You know, we had already partnered with a psychologist to make sure the content was sound. We even had a sample book um, because how production works when you're doing it overseas is they first send you one book so you mm -hmm. can, you know, look at it make sure the colors are good, make sure the size is good. So when we launched, we had all of that. What we didn't have, you know, was the additional $6,000 to print a thousand copies of the book. And so for us, that's why we did crowdfunding. And we actually got the $6,000 in the first 24 hours, which was pretty epic and something we weren't expecting. Well, I mean, uh, congratulations, first off. I mean, and that that's... I mean that's that's a feat on its own uh, in terms of uh, hitting your goals. I guess when it comes to launching a crowdfunding, uh, before I get to my question, if you are just joining us live, uh, Sam and I, what we're talking about is 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 how to, how to successfully launch a product or a service um, using crowdfunding, like platforms like Kickstarter. I guess what's really interesting is, I mean, you have a community, so it's very very specific. But like, who are these people that 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 will make a pledge or a fund like wh who most likely will do it for you you definitely want to go into a crowdfunding campaign with friends and family and people in your network who are going to support you they're going to be the best people positioned to pledge um, we had a lot of people who just gave us money which was super interesting so when you have a crowdfunding <laughs> campaign like one of the options is, you know, $15 or you can adjust it to like $50. And I was surprised by how many people just threw us money and didn't even order a book, which if I just hadn't, just how people will traditionally launch, there'd be no option for that, right? It's either you buy the book or you don't buy the book. So that was super interesting. And so for that reason, you know, 60% of it, especially in the first couple of days, probably 70% in the first couple of days are going to be your own network, friends of friends, family. And then if you, you know, have a lot of traction, then the, you know, mysterious Kickstarter algorithms and how all that works will start to boost your campaign and you'll start to get, you know, people from all over the world. We've had people from so many different countries pledge and support our campaign where we have no relationships in those places. So that's also been cool. Very cool. Very cool. So for this campaign, like how long do you prep for this campaign? Like what, what, what is the process of preparing this? I imagine this is like, like any type of product launch or some type of launch, but this is really focused. Like I feel, and I could be wrong. You really have to come correct with 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 everything with the plan and how you you're telling your story and do that so so tell me a bit about that yeah i like that you said it i'm sure it's the same as launching a business or really you know a podcast even anything that you want to bring to market the first time people hear about it shouldn't be the day that it's available for consumption you want mm -hmm. to really you know tease it you know, show people how passionate you are about this thing that you're bringing to market, do like a countdown, let them know it's coming. So that was a big part of our launch strategy. My boyfriend and I, we were long distance kind of running this campaign. He's in Vancouver now, and mm -hmm. we had a shared 
Google Doc with like 600 names in it of just people we knew back from high school, back from various businesses, social circles, works we've had. So we would just start messaging people and tracking who we messaged and did they say they would pledge? Did they say they would share? So for a solid month prior to actually going live with the campaign, we started actual outreach, direct messages, telling people this is coming, um, asking them if, if they would support. Wow. I mean, it sounds like a big, heavily invested in terms of in terms of upfront work that people don't really see, especially the uh, people that are not directly in your first, second connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. So if you're just joining us live, what we're talking about is crowdfunding, you know, how to prep for your for your crowdfunding campaign. When do you start? What do you do? Who do you talk to? Um, I guess how can you create a launch strategy like what what the, what does that mean that, that will align i know you mentioned something about the kickstarter algorithm and and i guess and what does that all mean to someone who's never heard of crowdfunding for sure what that means is that essentially the platform so the most popular ones are kickstarter and indiegogo and i think mm-hmm. that's your first decision you have to make is which platform you're going to use they each come with pros and cons how kickstarter works is it's an all or nothing campaign which means that if I say I want to raise $10,000 in 30 days and I raise $9,000 and I don't hit the 10K on the last day of the campaign, everyone's money gets returned. So it's all or nothing. It's high stakes. Um, and so that's what we chose, chose to go with. And how the platforms actually work is at any time there's I think there's like 3,500 active campaigns live right now on Kickstarter. So if you you go to kickstarter.com, there's that many people who are actively in campaign mode. Um, And of course, when you go to the homepage, same thing if you go to the Apple podcast homepage or anything, there's going to be like a newer noteworthy section, you know, campaigns closing soon, top charts, um, projects we love, which is essentially, you know, projects picked by the Kickstarter staff that they say, hey, this is cool. And so for those reasons, you really want to um, hack the system and come up with a strategy so that you get featured on some of these lists. Well, I mean, that, that that's pretty that's pretty creative. And me being an entrepreneur for, for 13 years, I guess it's almost fascinating how you could not only pre-sell something. I mean, this is, I know for Kickstarters and and other products that came to market, they would have an idea or at least a prototype. And then they really, it's like almost pre-sales, right? Mm-hmm. Like close the deal. Fine. It doesn't go into your pocket. So t- talk to me about when you hit your goal, when do you get the money or do you have to deliver? Or like, this is like, like when does that actually happen? For us, we are going to be actually shipping the books in late December. We really try to try to get them in everyone's hands for Christmas because it's such a great gift item. But unfortunately, it's just not going to happen. So what we're doing is we're sending a digital version of the first couple chapters on December 15th. Our campaign closes on December 10th. And then in early January, you'll actually receive the hard, hard copy version of your book. And every campaign is different. And you see explicitly on the each person's campaign page when you are expected to get your product. Because for some people on there, another popular 
um, crowdfunding campaign is some type of media production. Mm -hmm. So maybe, maybe you want to fund a documentary or maybe you want to fund some type of, you know, new musical record. You can crowdfund the money to do that, which means your supporters might not be getting that for a, you know, a year. And that is very much part of the culture. It's, it's early adopters of your vision and, and people are expecting to get it when it's done. Wow. So for yours, you're, I mean, your life cycle and, and you planned it almost by design because you did the pre-work, right? I mean, mm -hmm. your uh, people don't, don't wait. So what is, what are some of the horror stories that you heard, I guess, as you were thinking about doing a Kickstarter or a crowdfunding campaign, like, like the best, the best practices? Yeah, I talked this. I talked to a few people that were not successful on Kickstarter and who didn't have their um, campaign funded and all the money got returned and got to hear about their experience. And the most common mishap is the assumption that there's already a ton of people searching the Kickstarter crowdfunding sites every day looking to fund new projects. I think a lot of people think this is a free win and, you know, I'll just bring a really cool product and I'll just put it on the site and all these mysterious people from around the world that are early adopters will support it. And if you do that alone, you, you won't be successful. And so um, the two girls that come to mind, they were trying to launch a travel journal and they were too scared to kind of tell their friends and family and their network and post about it because they weren't sure how it was going to be received. So they kept it hush hush and then unfortunately were unsuccessful. So I got to chat with them about that and that was really good insight for us. And, and we definitely did the opposite. We, you know, self-promoted hard shamelessly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have to, right? I mean, mm -hmm. ultimately, I mean, it, it gives you a good idea whether your product, I mean, me being in the tech world, it gives you a good idea whether you're a, uh, a good feedback loop, whether your idea is good or not, right? Or how powerful it is and, and what's better. When, there's nothing better than people saying, I'll buy it. I'll support you. I'll pledge for it. I guess that, that that's no difference, right? Sam is the verbiage is like one is a pledge or, and the other one is like Indiegogo. It doesn't matter. There's no goals, right? Like that's money in the bank. Is that, is that for the biggest yeah, Indiegogo is a bit different. You get the money regardless. And I think it's called, yeah, backers, pledges, backers, supporting, buying. It's all the same thing. It's the idea of making a financial contribution and getting something in return. And, you know, it, it can be even a thank you video. So we have, if you give $15 to our campaign, we will make you a personalized video from Jared and I. And we'll send it to you at the end of December, personally thanking you. And and people love that. And people supported that. And people bought just that. So I'm waiting for my video. Be... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. If, if you did that, then for sure you're getting a personalized video from us. So And the book I'm waiting for. Away your time. <laughs> Don't worry. I got it all. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, that, this is amazing. Um, so if you're just joining us live or on the replay, if you have any questions with regards to Sam, the product she's bringing, or, or even crowdfunding, let me know. You could email me, edwin at thebusinessleadership.com. As well, we'll, we'll try to get more info from Sam, where to reach out, where to find more about her book. But we'd love to hear from you. Um, so definitely let us know. So Sam, in terms of you know what you've learned, and obviously you're still, and I love it that you're in the thick of it right now. Um uh, mm -hmm. Like, 
if you were to start again two months ago, what what would be the one main thing you would do differently? I mean, you've you've so far you it sounds like you've you had a super successful launch. So I, like I don't even know. Maybe you don't have anything to improve. Like what what, what are you thinking now? Definitely would have hassled harder this summer to get the book in time so that we could ship it in time for Christmas. I think that we are probably missing out on some sales for people that are looking for that perfect holiday gift. And when you see it only ships in January, I'm sure we've lost some sales because of that. So I would say that was a big learning or missed opportunity. And then the second thing that we've had no success with is getting PR, getting media. We really thought this was a super innovative story, you know, a new resource for long distance couples, very hot topic with millennials. And um, it, I, we did some research, like a third of college students in the U.S. are in long distance relationships. So we thought this was a really relevant, cool news story. And, you know, we've probably sent 500 emails to different media and, and we haven't had anything back. So I think something we would have done is try to build those relationships earlier on um, versus what we did, which is like, hey, the campaign's launched or, hey, funded in 24 hours. We were hoping that was a good enough news story, but we we should have worked on those relationships earlier on. And would you, I mean, looking back, I mean, getting PR is always like that that magic bullet for any business, <laughs> mm -hmm. for, for, for any entrepreneur or, or any product. So do you think, would you engage with someone who's a PR expert to do this, to see if it's an idea? Because obviously, I mean, I'm sure within your network, you had people that you could talk to directly, but like knowing this and me hearing this, would you engage with a publicist or something like that? Yeah, I do think that's a good idea. And we have two weeks left of our campaign. So, you know, there is a chance that maybe we can get a, a nice push. And so that is something that we've been considering. If you know anyone, <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely hit me up. You know, we'd be happy to allocate some resources towards that, given that we have two weeks left of our campaign now. No, for sure. For sure. I mean, I, I got I, I could I could put it out to my network for sure. And I'm also talking to people as well when it comes to that. I mean, that's super exciting. What else? What else? What else is going on in terms of this or anything that you're excited with? With, with this product launch? I think I'm just really excited to actually get it in the hands of couples now. Like, I think that regardless of whether you're in a long distance relationship or in your case, you know, married, living together in a family, there's some really cool activities that can spice up any relationship. And, and I'm excited to hear the feedback. I'm excited to hear you know, what the experience was like for couples to do these activities. Me and my boyfriend, we've always been a pretty, you know, intentional couple. We've been long distance, you know, since the day we met pretty much. And we've been doing these kinds of activities for the last three years. I loved them. And, you know, we've been able to build a pretty cool relationship that I'm super proud of. And I'm excited to see if it can help impact other relationships. I'm, I'm definitely a hopeless romantic at heart and I love love. So I'm excited for that. Uh, you love love. I love that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> we're just throwing the word around so much. But it, <laughs> I but do. It, but it, but it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, I mean, I'm I'm super excited, and it sounds really, really, really going well. So, do you foresee? Because I know you're you're pretty pretty successful. You've had success building communities through your podcast, through your online. Like, do you and Jared have an idea? Um, depending on. I mean, you are going to go live somewhere for a while. Like, where do you foresee this platform growing now? Because LDR, I guess it could be aligned with 
you know, the freedom lifestyle, but where do you see this community going? I think that the way we've set up our business is really an ability to run it from everywhere. So that means things like we will not see the books when they arrive from China at the end of December. They are going straight to Amazon's warehouse and Amazon will be shipping every order for us and every future order. And so I think when you have teed up the fulfillment and you know you figure out your Facebook ads and you figure out your organic social media strategy, we really want to just keep growing this and keep building this and be something that wherever we are in South America, meeting other you know, maybe solo travelers who are on a one-year trip and they're missing their babe back home, you know, telling them about our book. We imagine we're going to run into lots of couples who are separated by distance and we'll be able to take the brand with us and, and run it from wherever. And, and that really was the goal with it. Oh, that's very cool. That's very cool. Um, I guess, you know, what just came to mind as well. And I don't know if I asked this, but uh, I mean, you wrote the book, like, if someone was thinking about launching a crowdfunding campaign, like realistically, how much time out would you be planning? And I know you mentioned that you, both of you probably thinking back should have hustled to finish the book sooner. Um, so what does those timelines look like? Because you mentioned there was a month before you're reaching out to people to see who would pledge. You're already telling the world about it. Like what does that timeline look like to, to the start of a campaign? That's a great question. And so what what's going to be different from each campaign is how long it actually takes you to, to get your product and into a place of being able to market. So mm -hmm. let's take that out of the equation because for us, a book, it was dependent on, you know, how long it took to write and how long it took to design and how long it took to find the manufacturer. So really it's a marketable product. So what I mean by that is part of the crowdfunding campaign is you want to have a really strong video. The first thing that people see when they click on your page is a button to watch a video. Mm -hmm. And so what do you need? How far do you need to get your, your, your idea in order to be able to create a video where you can talk about what you're selling? Does that mean you need to have the fit, the finished product to show in the video? Does that mean you need to have the idea for what you're going to build fine tunes that you can talk about it and have, you know, digital visual assets to show with it. Um, so think about it from, from that time, time frame. And then you want to give yourself a month to, to create those assets. So for us, we had to shoot the video. We also did a photo shoot. Mm -hmm. um, and so for us, we wanted to be able to have a bunch of other couples take photos with the book. And if we waited until everyone had the book, we wouldn't have a single photo of any couple with our book until like January. Wow. Um, so yeah, so it would just be like me and Jared, me and Jared again with the book. Here's my finger with the book. Here's my hand with the book. Here's my cat with the book. And so what we did is we took that sample, that one book we had, we hired a photographer for three hours in Trinity Bellwoods and we invited couples to sign up for 10 minute slots and they came and they got a free fall photo shoot. They took some cool photos with the book. We had some ciders and some Timbits. It was a really fun experience. And like that was a big part of our, our campaign. So a month to create all those marketing materials and then a month to message everybody and let them know it's coming and build your email list, I would say at minimum. Yeah, so two, three months, it sounds okay. like, right? Yeah, no, that's amazing. If you're just joining us live or, or listening on to the replay, what we're talking about is crowdfunding, how long you should plan before, before doing the campaign. Um, Sam 
and Jerry, they, they launched an amazing campaign, super successful. Two more weeks left. We're going to put the link where you can support them if you're just hearing it first. Uh, let's let's make sure we get this product to market. Um, so if you, if you do have any questions, let us know. A couple more minutes left. So Sam, I'd love it if you could maybe leave us with one tip for anyone who's listening and either emerging business leader or someone who is thinking about um, launching a crowdfunding campaign or because I know your I know your other brand or thinking about living the freedom lifestyle like I just want to get some type of tip some type of aha moment that that you could share with us today okay so any just any tip I'm leaving them with a final tip or yeah I mean I'll I, we're friends, so you could give us three tips if you want. <laughs> I mean, the thing that, that comes to mind that's applicable for any dream you have is, you know, be fearless and start sooner than you think you're ready and and don't wait around. I think life is short and carpe diem and seize the day. And I really try to do that every day. And I think it shows, like I have so many products and events and businesses that I'm running right now and I'm so busy but I feel alive and, and that's so exciting. And I think the, the saddest thing is, is when I talk to people who, you know, they have that dream inside them for their life or for an idea and they're just, for many reasons, they're not able to take that plunge. And so I would just say like, just do it, be fearless, put it out there. There's no such thing as failing. There's only learning from it. And if you put your idea out there and and the market gives you insights on things you can change, like that's not a fail. That's, you know, an iteration of your business or an iteration of your lifestyle. So I would say just go for it. And I'm, I'm always available to chat with any type of idea. Awesome. I just actually dropped. Thank you for sharing that. Seize the day, everybody. It's Friday. So make, <laughs> make sure you crush this week. Still a couple more hours, I guess, depending where you are. I just dropped a link to your to your LDR book, the activity book for couples um, in the link. So be sure to, to support them. Um, for sure. And I will say we have something exciting going on for Black Friday weekend right now. So it's a good time to purchase a book or make a pledge. If you haven't already, we partnered with a sexologist. Oh, well, <laughs> which, well. Which I can barely say without giggling. But yeah. Have, <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> in our book, we didn't broach that subject at all, given, yeah, we just didn't. And so this weekend, we have a sexologist who created a bonus chapter for us. She's also doing one-on-ones with you know, anyone, whether you're single or in a relationship, you can book some time with her. So this weekend will be the time to pledge. Awesome. Awesome. Anywhere else, uh, anything else you want to share or how we could get a hold of you, Sam? Um, I, I just dropped your podcast as in, in, in the comments below. But anything else you want to share with us or how we could get, get in touch with you? I say this to everyone. I am so easy to find on the internet. I have a pretty <laughs> unique last name and I'm a heavy social media user. I am so easy to find. So whatever platform you use, hit me up. I always respond and I totally follow back. So I'd love to connect. Well, Sam, it's been a pleasure for rejoining me as a co-host on this i know i know you and i always go back and we always different ideas but it's always a pleasure having you i definitely 2019 i wish you the best i wish to have you back um as you're going on your new journey 
and maybe we need to check back in and make sure we touch base with each other. But 100%. Thank, but thank you for joining us today, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye. See you. This was the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show. Um, happens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you haven't uh, checked out my podcast where I sit down with uh, exclusive, uh, sit down with executives, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, get exclusive interviews of their personal journey, please sure to check it. A new episode drops every Tuesday. You can catch it on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap, everybody. This was episode two for today. So I'm getting tired, but I'm excited it's Friday. So happy Friday, everyone. Have a fantastic weekend, and I'll see you all next time. Edwin signing off.